Hello. Hello. How was your vacation? Hello. It was good. That's good. Yeah. Um, did you just do anything fun? Yeah, we, we went and there was no horses. Yes, okay. Yeah. So that's a big fun part for yeah, you Yeah, vacation days. for me is not having to wake up and go do anything with horses. Okay. Well, and don't get me fair. wrong, I love it. I love being at the barn, not saying that, not complaining, love my life. But um, being able to wake up anytime, still woke up at like <laughs> 6 a.m. every day, right? But, you know. That's kind of normal for you, yeah, I think. got to do nothing. Um, one day I, uh, I went... I woke up early in the morning. I talked somebody, Dennis Beering, into meeting me. He trains at Open Mat MMA. Oh, yes, okay. And uh, he told me directions, go over to this street, Spadina, hop on the streetcar, boom, you'll be there. So I went over to the Spadina. I couldn't figure out how to get on the fucking streetcar. So I ended up walking halfway there. It's like a 50-minute walk All from right. my hotel. I walked halfway there, and then I seen someone buying a token. So I was like, oh, that's how you do it. So I went over, and I just did what they did. And... Uh, I got on the streetcar, boom, got there, walking down, met him, we went in, we rolled, spinny little fucker, really good. Nice. Man, it was a fantastic time. Roll for about an hour. Nice. And then, uh, yeah. Nice. I, uh, on the way home, one of my loonies must have been fake, because it wouldn't accept it. Okay. And then this guy was getting off the tram, and I was like, man, do you have a loony that I can give you this loony for? And he just gave me his ticket, and I hopped on, so it was well, good. that was nice. Yeah. Uh, open mat. MMA. Open mat MMA. Um, I seen a post by Littler. Remember? Yeah, he was training yeah. there later on in the day. Yeah, what are the cool. odds of that? That is cool. Small that's world. That's crazy. Small world. So, man, I'm fucking balls deep in wedding week right now. Crazy. I get married Saturday. Um, yeah, that's wild. I'm excited. Um, you're going to miss a nice wedding. You're getting married. Married. You're already married, man. I'm already married, but I'm You're excited. Married. She's yeah. excited, so I can't help but That's cool. But That's important. Excited. That's what it's about. Um, very much, very much excited. It's a mutual excitement, her especially, women and weddings, right? It's, yes. It's, but um, they, I, uh, I just they hope... They like them. I hope it's a perfect day for her. She cool, She deserves it, so... For you sure. something cool? Absolutely. My old man hit his 10th hole in one I've seen your Instagram. Yeah, Good for you, Kenny. Good so for I you. Tagged, I'm impressed. I tagged Titleist because eight of his 10 hole-in-ones were with Titleist Pro-Vs. Sounds like Apparently a sponsorship. a golf ball. Well, I, I don't know about sponsorship, <laughs> but the motherfucker should send him some balls. <coughs> Titleist should send him a pack of balls and be yeah. like, fuck yeah, thanks for using my balls and banging in all those hole-in-ones. Yeah, for sure. That's something to be proud of. His last one was fucking May. That's not long ago. So two no, in definitely. one year. Definitely. Um, that's all your old man does now. He's a retired fireman, correct? Was it fire? Yes, sir. Yes. So he's a retired fireman. years on the force. And now he's just fucking Banging chilling. fucking hole-in-ones. Just loving it. Yep. Good for him, man. Yep. That's respectful. Ten, man. Did you, have you ever golfed? It's probably a silly question. I've, uh, I've made it like three holes, and then I was like, fuck it, Kenny. I'm going to look for balls in the woods. I'll meet you on 18. And he was like, okay, later. Yep. Well, because I suck. Oh, it's not it's not a, an easy task. That's I for can sure. fucking no, but really let's 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 talk about it because I'm gonna humble brag a bit here. I can hit the ball really fucking far mm -hmm. sometimes. Oh, well, not every time. That's not every time. But no, but I, I'm I'm being serious about it. Like I don't have a putting game. I've never even tried to practice putting. Uh, but we have a, a driver simulator down at my father-in-law's. Okay. So me and the father-in-law go in the garage and we bang the ball. Right. And. Uh, he taught me how to do it like fucking yeah that's cool you know put the weight on the inside of my insteps bring yep. my knees in the right position line the club up rotate my body without moving the club yep. don't twist the face holding like the grip so every like one out of five hits are fucking really good right 
So, I mean, I can see where it comes down to, like, practicing, getting better. I could probably fall in love with the game. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't want to. Maybe. Where the fuck would I find the time? Well, no, you just wouldn't. He has to go, like, every morning he goes, and he's fucking playing for a few hours. My dad's the same way. Like, every morning. where I can't, I no. can't do that. No. Um, I have a, a couple friends that are really good at golf, that really fucking love golf, man. Bernie. Yeah. Bernie yeah. Curry Ber- loves Bernie loves golf. golf. Um, I appreciate it. I've done it probably four times total in my life. I appreciate the talent and the fucking skill it takes to go out and, and not only shoot nine holes, but 18 holes and do that and have that patience. Um, yeah, just every, like anything. Because every time I went out, we just go out and like drink a couple, couple beer fucking around. And nice. <clears throat> I mean, it was never really competitive, so. But it, I appreciate it. I think... I think uh, good for anyone that can dedicate themselves to playing golf, especially as much as your father, because yeah. 10 hole in ones, that's, that's impressive. That's how, how long did you figure he's been golfing? A long time. <sighs> Shit, no idea, man. No idea. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that, that happened. That's good. I'm happy for we're, him. We're uh, we're drinking iced coffee. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like 30 fucking five degrees out, man. And mm-hmm. I, I, I drink coffee here. And um, I worked out before I came, and I was sweating when I got here. And I was just like, well, I don't think I can drink a hot beverage. So, I mean, do you like it? What's it taste like? I'm not sure. I mean, I don't hate it. It's different. It's fuck. It's different, man. It's. it's I like different though. It's cold. Yeah, and there's literally like it's ice in it. I enjoy there's, there's it. There's ice in there. It, I don't know how I feel about it. I I'm undecided. At the it's what we have every week. Only it's frigid. Yes, I don't hate it. I don't. I don't hate it. We're just used to it being piping hot. That. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yep. That's all. Uh, when did you get home? Saturday. Saturday night, yeah. <clears throat> nice. Tra- yeah, so. Travel and everything was good? Yeah, it was okay. That's everything, good, man. Everything was You're smooth. happy to be back? Yep. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so just to give you a heads up, I will not be here next week. Okay. We're going on our honeymoon. Oh. Um, however, I will be back the weekend, so maybe we can bang one out. Anyway, we'll talk about that after. Yes. Uh, did you watch Fight Saturday when you got home? Yes. You watched them? Yeah. Like you sat down? I couldn't sleep. I was up until oh. like 5 o'clock in the Jet morning. Jet lag and stuff? Or just yeah, I don't up, even know yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's annoying as shit, man. Yeah. Um, so I watched them. They were good. Um, they were good. Just I'll, I'll throw out a couple highlights here mm-hmm. from uh, from the prelims, then we'll move right into the uh, main card. So it was UFC fight night uh, happened in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, Mickey Gall, man. Yeah. Fucking five. He's 5-1. Five and one. Five rear naked choke victories. This one happened very early, very and early in the first reason, round. And with reason, though. I mean, like, he savage. came on. He won that show. Or, well, he won the fight on the show to get on. He looking got for that, a fight or whatever, yeah. yeah. he got that high-profile fight against the wrestler. CM Punk, so, yeah. you know, he's uh, he's doing it the right way, man. He's Yeah, and he calls out someone every fight. I mean, mm-hmm. it's um, you don't have to be a fan to appreciate him, you yeah. know. Um, this fight, man, Corey Sandhagen defeated Yuri Alcantara. He's good. Yeah, but the fight should have been stopped like a minute and a half before it was. What did the ref? Was he asleep? I think it was Steve Mazzagatti in a, in a disguise. <laughs> and actually, one of the commentators made that joke. That's did not he? my joke, but it okay. was fucking. It was it was pretty bad, man. <laughs> pretty bad. Um, like the strike differential, especially on the ground, was one oh four for San Hagen to thirteen for Alcantara. Wow. It was it was bad, man. Um, Alcantara almost had him, well, he did have him tied up in a triangle armbar in the first round. It was a thing of beauty, but um, that Sanhagen kid, I like him, man. He's tough. 
it really rallied back, came awesome. back, and and uh, made made the difference in the second round. So I'll pay more attention to him. Yeah, he should. He's he's a big bantamweight too, man. I think he's like fucking like five eleven or something. Like he's a huge bantamweight. So it's, it'd be interesting to see. He's talented. Uh, James Krause, I was always a fan of him. Yep. Uh, me he's too. he's a good guy. He he's uh, steady. He knocked out uh, Warley Alves. Mm-hmm. It was like a, it was beautiful, man. It was like a fake low kick. So he faked the low kick, so he turned his hip over to make it look like a low kick, but then came up the middle with a knee. Nice. Flipped him right in the jaw, man, Ooh. and really just really rattled his chain, um, put the pressure on him, finished him. And that uh, uh, Worley Alves is no joke. He's he's a tough guy. He's a t- tough Brazilian, extensive kickboxing record. Um, yeah, really good. James Krause, uh, five-fight win streak. Nice. Hey, I'm not mad at that, man. No. Um, I was a fan of him, so anytime he's winning... I'm happy, for sure. Um, Eric Anders defeated Tim oh, Williams. Oh, I that seen was memes. Bad. They were making memes, like that soccer was, kick memes yeah. and shit. But he it killed was, him, right? It was legit, man. I think there was 18 seconds left in the fight. Um, it, it was a very close fight, like on paper. If you look at the stats and the numbers, it was very close. I think uh, Eric Anders is... He's a force to be reckoned with, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they fed him to the Lions when he had that main event against Leo Machida down in yeah. Brazil. That was only his second fight in the UFC. Like that's asking, yeah, that's asking a lot out of, out of, out of a young fella. I um, agree. But I think they're trying to pump his bra- like uh, or pump his gas a lot because you know he's a big college football superstar who transitioned yeah. to mixed martial arts. I think both sports are close at close to each other. But um, yeah, that was vicious, man. And Tim Williams had that perfect technical get up and that's something i like to see in fights <laughs> and just as he put that one foot down and got up he got clipped but it's crazy um yeah anders a lot of potential man i like to see him like to see him move on and uh keep fighting keep chipping away for sure i like that um brian bam bam barbarina defeated i like him he retired jake ellenberger man that's a sin um <clears throat> i like ellenberger but he, there was liked, a decline absolutely um he went um, he lost 10 out of his last 12 fights. He lost his last four by knockout or TKO. I'm happy he's quitting, man. And, you know, I talk about this all the time. He's um, He was always talented. He was always scrappy for sure, but it seemed like his chin started to deteriorate more and more, mm-hmm. as they all do when yep. you get up in, in age and up in the game and you're in fights and mores like, like Ellenberger was. Um yep. Plus, he got to retire in his hometown, where it all started for him. That's cool, he, man. The first time he fought there was 2005. Wow. Now it's 2018. He got to retire there. I'm happy. I like, I like to see you guys retire. I mean, I, not in a negative way, yeah. in a positive way, because when is enough enough? You don't need to take this damage anymore. Yeah. Um, let's move on, man. See, I always wonder, like, what's next? You know, like, I, I always hope that they saved money. I hope that they I hope prepared they set themselves. for this, yeah. right? Because yeah. that's what it comes down to. Like, when you retire, you're basically quitting your job. <clears throat> and basically you're quitting all you've known for how long. Like, yeah, I don't know if Dana White offers benefits for fighters that retire. I well, don't know. I mean, there's no union or there's yeah. no... There's so no, it's like um, when you're done, like... Like pension or yeah, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you're done, right? Like... So that's the shit I think of. Like, I hope he has something he can do. Yeah. I hope he has something he can fall back on. Me too, man. Um, it's very important, and you're seeing it more and more, and it's smart, as you mm-hmm. say, is fighters setting themselves up in their prime yeah, man. of their 
or maybe at the, the highest rate of their career to set shit up, anything. Open a little gym. Yeah. You know, like you look at guys like Matt Sarah, for example, former UFC welterweight champion. Um, he started in a small, tiny little gym, just like we did upstairs. And now he has like this humongous complex with Ray Longo. It's crazy. You know, and he set himself up from the get-go. I think that's important. I yep. do agree with you. The other thing is... Um, Jake Ellenberger was a Marine. He was in the Marines. So the brain trauma that he's been he's been um, inducing on himself has been way before fighting. So maybe that has a reflection of his chin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also, he, I think he has a shitload of fights too. But I, lo- I, I hope he set something up for himself. Um, we'll see, man. All the best, Jake Ellenberger. Yep. Uh, he's a stud. He always was. So I uh, hope he lives a happy, happy, healthy life outside of fighting. I agree. <clears throat> uh, the females, Courtney Casey defeated Angela Hill via decision. It was a very close fight, man. Um, former former Invicta champ Angela Hill outstriking and outpointing Casey, but she came up short in the decision, so that's unfortunate. But it's it's a risk you take, you know, like everyone says, when you leave it in the judges, Decisions, it is what it man. is. She, and she didn't outpoint or outstrike her by a large margin. It was a couple, but still, it's all about... It's all about what the judges are seeing. And like we say, and we'll continue to say, they're incompetent. Most of them don't know what they're looking at. Um, but, yeah, so that was a great fight. Uh, co-main event, Michael Johnson returning to the featherweight division. Uh, he defeated the surging Andre Touchy-Feely. Can I tell you a story about that? Go ahead. So me and the wife are sitting there, and I had my head down for a second as Feely was being introduced. Did she fall in love? No, no, Jesus, no. (laughs) But you hear, and my my wife was like, Jesus, fuck, shut the fuck up. And I look up, and it's Mike Malott. Oh. (laughs) He's in the corner, (laughs) fucking clapping. Just happy as a lark. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, I love that guy. Oh, it was so funny, man. Yeah. You know, I actually never never met him, but I watched all his fights. He's a great dude. Super talented, He's a fucking great dude. He's so good at Muay Thai. He's so good at grappling. He beat me. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's why it's good to see him holding pads for these guys. Yeah, man. Everyone at Team Alpha Male are fucking studs. Okay, yep. I, I truly and think he'll go far. Yeah, me too. I, I think I Mike Malott still has a very promising future. Yes, I wonder what, what what happened to his fighting career. Is he still actively fighting, or is he just coaching? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's fighting. Still. I, th- I think he's just training down there, and like, I, I don't know the way it works in a big gym like Alpha Male, yeah, but I would have huge. to assume like there's a ranking system for who gets fights like this is just my guess yeah. like if i had a big fucking crew of dudes at mm. 135 big mm-hmm. crew, he's a 145 if i had a big right. crew of dudes at 145 yeah if i was the coach i'm gonna be getting fights from my best guys <clears throat> downward right so it's gonna right. start with one for and they're man like they're all 125 135 145 at alpha male Oh, yeah. And that's, right? And so that's I don't know where he would be on the pecking order, but, like, you're seeing him in all the videos now. You're seeing him in all the pictures now. Yeah. Like, And he, to me, he's always been a big fucking deal. You know? Yeah. Like, he's also a large featherweight. He's tall as fuck. He's super tall. Yeah. The fact that he makes featherweight is, is surprising. Yeah. Um, see, I'm, it's an interesting point because I like that. I like Follow that he's holding Mike pads. Mike Malott. Yeah. I, I like that he's 
holding pads for the top guys it gets at Alpha. That and I think it like we just talked about, it sets you up yep. to be in a coaching role or a mentor role I'm after starting fighting. Back tomorrow with the uh, the sparring and pad holding and shit. Nice. I'm I'm not gonna do headshots though, because no. I'm still experiencing um now it's it's weird. You know what's left? I uh, I'm not having the tunnel vision or the weird like uh, concussion like symptoms. Yes. But I'm having. It's gonna sound weird. I feel like I'm getting electrocuted. And I, like, I googled it. It's a nerve thing in my neck. Right. So there's something going on in my neck where it was like once a week I was getting like, you know. Well, I see. I know more than most people because I have an electric fence for my horse barn. Sure. So when I touch that electric fence, I get a fucking jolt. Okay. Right. That jolt feeling. <clears throat> excuse me. I was getting it once a week. Yeah. Now I'm getting it about three times a day. Okay. Yeah. Like just yeah, that's I, I had it since we've been in here, where I'm just really? getting like a full body electric pulse that starts at my neck, and I looked it up. It has a name. I can't remember it. What? <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a nerve thing. It's a nerve in my neck. So I'm hoping that stretching will make it go away. But it's fuck right now. It's just happening more frequently. And you know, if if you know me, you know I'm not going to take any time off to fix it. Yeah, but see, that's where I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> we we can talk about this until the fucking cows come home. Dude, I had a fantastic but, role tonight. I, I don't know if I got tapped. Yeah, I, I might just, have. I don't know. Just because you didn't get tapped tonight doesn't mean I got that. tapped a fuck ton yesterday. Well, that's that's good. That's a good thing. Man, it was butchery. Oh, fucking. Man. Oh, you're, live, you're live streaming this yeah. shit now? Yeah. I wonder how many people are going to watch. I'm not sure. Probably more if you do Cords it. Towards gains. Fucking love that guy. Oh, look, Send a request way. to be in it. Can I do that? Absolutely. So then I'm will it be both to... of our videos? Yeah. So it'll be like me here. Or should I film you and you film me? Hello. Oh, there's a lag on it. Is there? Do you have to accept my request? Sorry for the delay, guys. We're obviously not good at this. This is funny. You just go live like, with computers. Not knowing a fucking thing. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. Hey, I think it worked. Waiting for computers. Cool. Well, it says I'm here. <laughs> Should I show you and you show me? Yeah, me. Oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, this is cool. There might be a Oh, there might be. Maybe we should turn the volume off. Yep. Boom. Okay, so I'm going to put this right here. We won't be able to do this when we look for our questions for the Q&A, though. Oh, well, someone will just have to... So you pointed oh, so at me, and then I pointed mine at me. Of course you did, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very typical. Yeah, it is. So I'll move over a little bit here. Oh, yeah, that's all right. So hold on, hold on. You got more light. You got a light bulb? No, I think the, the light's just right on you. Where were we? I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Use your phones, you're echoing. Damn it. I'm trying. He's always giving us advice. What a guy. You are really echoing. How do you... I think I muted one of... Oh, one of them. Did you mute? I'm muted. I thought I did. No, I, I did not. What's up, DJ Jake Garrett? You're like an old man the first time you try to take a selfie for your iPhone. You know what I mean? That's me, man. Right That's me. Here, 
Okay, so so it had. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, for sure. Well, it must be. Well, as you can tell, I'm full of wisdom. Um, so how do you? How did you mute your thing? Okay, well, my volume's down, but it's still leaving me with one little bar there. See? Is it still doing it, Cam? Maybe we should. A bit of echo. All right, I'm gonna cancel this so we have echo. All right. What? Um, yeah. We'll we'll work on this another time. We'll figure this shit out. Thank you, everyone. All right. Thank you. Super cool. Okay, so we tried that. and we're we're back to reality now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So where were we? We were talking about Mike Malott being set up for a future in coaching, or just holding pads or whatever. Yeah. That's important, like the point we just said. Yep. Um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, like my parents. This is funny because, like, for years I've been getting that. Get off your phone. Get off your phone. You're on your phone too much. Get off your phone. Right. Today, my dad got that hole in one. Right. So I took a picture of him holding his little fucking plaque, because he has the plaque with the nine nine hole in ones. Right. And now he has to fucking drill a hole for number ten. And I posted it on <clears> Facebook <throat> or on uh, Instagram, and I tagged Titleist because Kenny, you know. Yeah, for sure. He uses that shit. And then I took a, I tagged them in the picture, I tagged them in the, the, the script, yep. and then I fucking sent it to them as a message. Now, I don't know if they'll see it. They got 344K. Yeah. But I showed my parents. I was like, look, here's my thing. <coughs> Excuse me. And my dad looked at the 900 first, because 18K just didn't draw his eye. Right. He looks at the 900 people that I'm following, and he's like, oh, so 900 people will see this? I'm like, no, Kenny, 18,000 people will see yeah, this picture. Yeah, for sure. It's already at like 200 fucking likes. Yeah, that's right? me. He was like 18,000. I was like, yeah, and I tagged Titleist, and I tagged the golf course. Yeah. And then I showed him the golf course. The club that he got it at only has 200 followers. So he's like, you have more than the club? So yeah, they, like a lot more. My right. mom's there, and she's like, 18,000? Yeah. Wow, like you're fucking, yeah. you got a lot of fucking followers. It's like one of those things. And then I showed him <laughs> Titleist, and I was like, if Titleist picks this up and reshares it, right. this picture of Kenny... We'll have 344,000 eyeballs on it. Yeah, that's cool. And my parents were just fucking blown away. Like, well, I mean, they would not be. real to them. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they would be. He was impressed when he thought 900 people were going to see it. Yeah. Like, Kenny, 18 fucking thousand. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. So, where's that separation now where everyone shouldn't be on their phones, but if you're making money and you're doing shit on your phone and it's fucking useful, then you should be on your phone all the goddamn you time. No, of course. Like, well, there's a time and place. Yeah, me and the wife, when we go to eat, my phone's in my pocket. She's yeah. guilty. She'll, yeah. She'll fucking deny it up to you and be like, oh, you're always on your phone. Yeah. She's guilty as fuck. Yeah. She, uh, she always has her phone in her hand when we're out places. But when I go out, yeah. it's all me, the kids. Yeah, for sure. Home. That's important. It's I'm important, man. I'm driving most of the time. I don't right. text and drive. Text and drive this for stupid people. Yeah, I agree. Right? So, I agree. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so as long as you're not... As long as you're being productive and you're not ignoring people that you love. Yes. That's the important mean, like, stuff. I don't play fucking Candy Crush. What's well, the fucking sense of that? I'm not sending Farmville. That doesn't... Oh. Does that show how old I am? Farmville? Well, I don't... It's definitely a thing. Somewhere in Somewhere in Facebook, people... There's like a cat, like a, a, a colony of people that are still playing that stupid fucking shit yeah. that drives me crazy. Well, like, I, don't, I don't do that shit. Like, if I'm on my phone, there's right. a reason something productive for sure 
Um, all right, so we're halfway through Q and A. Or no, we got more fights. Fuck. Just two, man. Up with you. What do you mean? I'm not slow. We got fucking carried away. I hit that live button. You you were all like, see if you can put this more in front of you. I just want to see something. Just speak into that a little bit. Yo. Yo. Yo? Yeah, I don't know. It's not showing your side at all. I think it's your side. Is it my side? It might be because it was, it was working. Now it isn't. Hello? Yeah, hold on one sec. Stand by, everyone. Yeah, we're back. John rigged the mic so only he could be heard. He always says that, but he knows better. It's totally true. Fucking jerk. So, yeah, we're back. We fucked up there a little bit or something. John fucked, fucked up, up purposely. Yeah, definitely definitely on purpose. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's finish his fights off because yes. this is prolonged as shit. Um, yeah, so Michael Johnson defeated uh, Andre Feely. It was it, close. It was a super was close, close fight. Um um, Michael Johnson actually outstruck him, but um, Touchy Feely had two takedowns. So I don't know, and didn't outstrike him by like by a crazy amount. Yeah, it was crazy close. Um, but Michael Johnson needed this win, man. Um, he was coming off three finishes in a row, uh, two by submission, one by knockout against, of course, uh, headliner Justin Gaethje. Um, yeah, so Michael Johnson won. He's back at Featherweight. I like it. Good nice. job. Um, and then the main event, I mean, there's not much to say. Killed a man. Not much to say. You know, here's the problem. James Vick is really fucking good. He's incredibly good. And uh, now shit like that, like love it, hate it, he's going to be in a highlight reel for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. He got sure. stone killed. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Like it was alarming how how down and out he was because he really was like he was out of his mind after he went back to congratulate well to be like hey man good fight he tried to take him down again yeah like, he shot sure. in on him half unconscious it was complete fuckery yeah it was wild in, so yeah I total mean, highlight real shit yeah in leading up to him getting fucking demolished mm-hmm. um he was lighting him up with kicks body kicks stuff like that from the outside mm-hmm. what his game plan was I would say, but Justin Keith, he just came in and just fucking murdered him. Insane. It was scary to watch. Yep. It was. And he knew what he wanted. He wanted to get in tight. He wanted well, to he get in to. close. He wanted to make that hit. He had to. And he did. Who would you like to see him fight next? Because the guy can fucking fight anyone. Yeah. I have no idea. I uh, I don't care. Because like watch. we talked about him before. Yeah, I'm gonna watch his fights. He's one of those guys. Do right? not care who he fights. Gonna watch his fight. Right. Um. Chris Cameron messaged me while we were doing that thing, mm. and he just said, too many sounds, fucking stop it, something like that, and nice. he said, I mean that in the nicest way possible. So we'll, we'll learn how to figure that out. But, yes. Um, until then, we apologize for the echo, everyone. Mm. Um, you got well, cute. it was probably only echoing for the people that were watching the live. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah So for sure. Yeah. yeah. There was only like six of them. Yeah, well, still, sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, six people. Yeah, sorry, no, six I know what you're people. saying. Regardless, sorry. Um, did you do a Q&A? Yeah. Okay. Well, did I, you? I, I, yeah, I have, I think... Uh, do yours first. I have two. Okay. Uh, first one is from Liam underscore Oles. Thoughts on most gyms only allowing white keys during training and competitions. Stupid. I don't give a fuck about that. No. I think... Um, 
I, I, I agree. It's stupid as shit. Stupid. I think, what's the it difference? It looks nice in pictures, I guess. It looks great in pictures, but who gives a shit about pictures? I don't give a fuck. I care about morale. I care about yeah. how everyone feels. Uh, we're a club that encourages tie-dye geese. Yeah, and so. that is frowned upon. Yeah. Apparently, against some kind of ethical code that is written out there that I never had Welcome. my fucking hands laid on, yeah. um, I think it should be... Entitled to wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, fuck but I think it. there should be a dress code for a seminar or a dress code to go train your favorite martial art. It's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Unless you're wearing like, I don't know, like a speedo or something, and that's it. Yeah. Other I would, than that, I would wear there's a speedo doing no, no gi. I don't care. No, I know you would. You'd yeah. make everyone uncomfortable, but that's yeah. just what you enjoy. That's fine. But <laughs> but I fuck the white all white dress code or yeah. all black dress code. Yeah, it's not for me. It's not for my gym, but. It looks good in pictures. Yeah, but who cares about it? I don't care about it. I'm okay with you walking in with a tie-dye gi that has more patches than a NASCAR driver. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care at all. I think you're the kind of guy, though, the more you stand out, the better. Yeah, fuck it. Peacock, man. Yeah, Live, you, live your best life. You did up. So <laughs> hashtag live, hashtag your, live, live your best, best life. life. Yeah, hashtag peacocking. Yeah, peacocking. Yeah. All right, uh, Cords Gaines. Question for the podcast. What are yours and John's thoughts on repeatedly going for the same submission while trying to perfect it? I've been working Hindu control and Hindu teens a lot. I get the position on command. I notice my training partners don't want to tap and often almost go unconscious before tapping, and then they're immediately annoyed afterwards. I really love the position, find it works for me. Should I stop making it my go-to, or should I continue perfecting it? Continue perfecting it, for yeah, sure. for sure. I am that annoying guy, so you're asking the right dude. I will do the same submission to you over and over and over and over again. I will yes. tell you what I'm doing. I will show you how to stop it. For sure. But I'm going to do it to you until you're stopping it, because that's going to evolve both of our games. You're going to not get hit by that in a tournament when somebody who does my game attacks you. That's right. And... I'm going to have to come up with a plan B because you're starting to stuff my attack. Definitely. So like if we're rolling and I have something that I'm working on, especially, man, white belts here, hate my guts. Yeah. I will do the exact same thing to you eight times in it's, a row. It's as a white belt or blue belt or any fucking belt. What am I trying to say? It's demoralizing to get yeah. defeated. With, but it should make you better. It should make you be careful where your feet go. Yeah. Be careful with your, with your head. I'm okay with, with doing the exact same submission. Like I don't think it's being a dick. I think you're oh. working on your craft, man. Like, yeah. we just had a visitor. Uh, Adam came from uh, uh, am I? The Burlington. I, I always think, remember the Burlington Coat Factory? Remember that commercial? Is that in Ontario? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, he uh, he was just dropping in, and we were rolling. I caught him with a few heel hooks, and he was like, he's like, do you have a record for the most heel hooks in one roll? Because <laughs> I just keep going for the You're same You're like, shit. not yet. Yeah, no, not yet. Not yet. Let's I will, see what though. we can do. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, let's do it. But yeah, like, I, uh, I'm more than willing to do the exact same thing over and over again. Man, you know, think about you. If they're getting annoyed, they need to fix their shit. Yeah, for you sure. You know, like... They can't get mad that they're continuing to get caught in the same thing. That's stupid on them. Um, there's nothing wrong with going to the well every time. No, fuck If you. you're good at guillotines, do guillotines. Yep. If you're good at heel hooks, do heel hooks. I vary my shit. Like, uh, what I'll do, I have my A game that I enjoy yep. perfecting, and then I have my test subjects that I enjoy perfecting. Um, my A game, I will rep it every month depending on the month, sometimes for a full week straight, right. where all I'm doing is my best stuff, my flow, my best chain. And then the rest of the time I'll be doing lab work. What's going to work? What, you know, figuring shit out, trying to make parts better. And sometimes I'll do stuff that I totally suck at. Yeah. Getting in closed guard, fucking, 
you know, playing bottom side, playing bottom mount. Yeah. Let people on my back. Yeah, I think that's important too. Um, to <clears throat> to continue to get comfortable with these uncomfortable positions. Yep. Because we used to do. Remember rock paper scissors? Yeah, I think you should bring it back. I think we it's would a play great rock paper idea. scissors, and if you won, you would choose which shitty position you started. Yeah. Them mounted on you, them inside controller, them on your back. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I think we should bring it back. Yep. I think it's something that uh, benefits everyone. Yep. Because it so definitely made us good. Yeah. So like for example, say if I'm really bad at escaping being on bottom mount, I would want to progress at that and get better, right? Yeah, man. So what better way? You don't even need rock, paper, scissors. Just say, okay, well, today I'm going to work on my mask. A lot of training partners are cool, man. Like, you can be like, hey, dude, can we start with you on my back? Or, hey, dude, can we start with me passing your guard? Can we start with, can we start with? For sure. Most people be like, fuck it, yeah, let's do it. For sure. Because then they're getting to work on something specific as well. No, They're going to be in that position. For sure. Um, I have one more, so let's kill that. From uh, Nash underscore Tigram, who is mint. I love this stuff. I love all that shit. Yep. Uh, have you ever met any fake martial artists? Honestly, no, no. Oh, I mean, yeah. Okay, so I started doing traditional Japanese jiu-jitsu. Okay. That's, that's where my uh, my journey began. Yeah. I was looking, like after UFC 1, I was looking for jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And I found traditional jiu-jitsu with those thin little black geese. Yeah. And uh, the instructor, who I have to say this, is a great dude. He's a great human. I'm still friends with him, but I could definitely tap him out right away yep like first class i probably could have tapped him but i did the whole let my instructor win be a good demo partner <clears throat> and this was, was japanese like, dude japanese i was like professional wrestling forward flipping off wrist locks like nice. i was doing all that dumb shit that you see in videos because that was what everybody was doing and i just assumed i was learning yeah, correct that, shit that was normal then it right? was just the way yeah. right so yeah, like i see why a lot of these people man like they need to be broken free of the matrix, but maybe making fun of them isn't the way. And I'm guilty. I- I'm going to say this right now. Yeah. I'm guilty. I see these people doing their fucking, oh, my God, that guy just touched my fucking spleen six. Yeah. You know, maybe <laughs> they're just talked into it. Maybe. And it's not even talked into it. It's it's you just see them doing this shit. Did you ever see the experiment where these people were it was a candid video and they put six people in a waiting room for a doctor's office. And then they sent someone in who had no idea what was going on. And every time a buzzer went off, the six people in the waiting room stood up, counted to two, sat back down. First time it went off, the new person didn't get up. Second time, the new person looked around, yeah. didn't get up. Third time, the new person got up. Yes. Person one got called in the room, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. All went in, doctor's visit, left. Afterwards, the only person left in the room was that the unknowing, the unwilling participant still standing up for the buzzer. Yeah, kind of like because monkey see, monkey do. It's just it's a human tale nature. as old as time. So, a lot of these people, they just need to be broken free of the fucking matrix, man. How much does that relate to just everyday life? It's fucking, that's it's most fucking of wild, what you right? do is just regurgitated bullshit. It's wild. The, like, there's not many... How many of your own words are even real thoughts? Like, your real thoughts? How many times do you say something during the day that you can honestly say you've never heard someone else say? A lot of us don't even have our own opinions. Yeah. We have other people's opinions that just, we're fucking regurgitating. Just exactly. It's like secondhand opinions, secondhand... That's it, man. Um, ...vocals or, or terms or whatever. It all has to do with your surroundings and what 
what other people are doing or saying. It's How much of it have we really made up, man? Like there, there's no original content usually. Mm-hmm. It all stems from something you experienced in your life. It's crazy, right? Yeah, that's fucking wild. Well, I feel like we could sit here and talk about oh, that for, for a sure, long time. Oh, for sure, because that's, that's some fuckery right there. Sure. All right, let me pop open mine. All right. <laughs> What's my favorite Be First Apparel t-shirt? Fuck Be First Apparel. <laughs> Fuck Be First That's Apparel. That's all I gotta say. They can suck <clears throat> my dick. I get so fucking mad, man, when they say when they put shit on there. Well, they spam. It's just a spam bot. I know, and they can't help right? it. I, and, but it's just like, fuck And you know off. what they're doing? People are making fun of them now because, like, oh, they, these people don't even know how to spell. But they're doing fucked up shit, so they're beating algorithms. Yeah. Because the algorithms are trying to figure out ways, like... They are trying to shut down any spam uh, call to actions. Right. So if you write, go visit my website, the, the bots will catch that and be like, oh, this is spam trying to make people call to action. Right. We only want them to buy ads if they're going to do that. Right. So we're going to cut that. Facebook did it too. So on Facebook, if you write anything that says, like, go follow my page, Facebook will limit the amount of people that see it. Facebook's cunts like that because they want you to buy ads, right? Right. So Be First Apparel is writing like, yo, divvy up my yo, what's up, yo, peep my profile, yo. But they're doing it in a fucking weird way where it's not English, but you get their point. Right. So no robots are like, oh, they're telling people to go visit their website. Right. So even though it's like total gibberish. And then plus, I I mean, people are... They're making a million dollars. Probably also because everyone that knows about them is most likely frustrated so they're com- commenting yeah and the more engagement in your yeah, posts or in your page their it, shit. right i mean it's well, popping they have up 999 everywhere. profiles on fucking seven different spellings of their name so Jesus. i would say they're doing pretty good i'm gonna assume if they sell one t-shirt on each of those spam accounts they're making a pretty penny so we're gonna say fuck those guys fuck oh. be first apparel fucking piss me off uh when preparing for a competition are you an advocate of doing long training sessions over an hour that are physically challenging or s- short sessions, 20 to 45 minutes that are very intense and nonstop? How do you prepare? Interesting. Uh, before competitions, we don't change anything except uh, like three or four days before the competition. We don't work weights. Yeah. We definitely don't do squats because right. I did that before. And uh, we, uh, we don't do anything that can get us hurt. So no stand-up yep. wrestling sessions. Everything is like flow rolling. Right. But before that, everything is the exact same. All of our roles are intense. Yeah. Uh, maybe next, not next week, but the next time you're here, yes. film or go live with me rolling. Because I'm always rolling right before right. we go on this. Yeah, for sure. Maybe go live, watch me roll. For sure. I try to kill every one of my people every single time. Definitely. Well, pretty much, right? Like, I'm always going for, sure. for broke. I'm trying to kill motherfuckers. For sure. Yeah, well, because that's just how we train here. Yeah. But it's like, that's the beauty of jujitsu. You can go hard as fuck. Yeah. But, like, the new guy, uh, <coughs> I had him caught in a heel hook, and he didn't tap, and I, I had it dead to rights, so I didn't crank it. Yeah. We're well, safe as fuck here, man. And I seen it. It was over here. And, yeah. And I, it was the eye contact that said, okay. I yeah. mean... Once he knew gotcha. I, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's fair, man. And I um, like that he was trying to get out. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. I, that's, I want everybody to do that. That's the point. Like, yeah, for Keenan sure. lets me go all the time. Keenan will catch me in fucking heel hooks, and then, like, he kind of lets me try to get out when yeah. we both know that a hard bridge would have blew my knee. Yeah. Just just speaking of Keenan, I was here uh, last week when you were gone. I was rolling with the boys, and I can roll with Keenan forever yeah 
yeah. and not worry about exactly. any injury whatsoever. And he's our best heel hooker, and Definitely. he's super safe. Definitely. So what's that say? Yeah, exactly. It means yeah. I got to roll with him all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, and as far as like that question goes, I'm starting to think that a little less is, is more. Mm-hmm. If you can come in and have like uh, three really good solid rolls mm-hmm. rather than six, yeah. you're going to be able to do those three rolls again the next day. Yeah. Whereas if you do six and you're banged up and you're not really feeling it, um, and where I'm getting this from and what, what you should really listen or, or listen to is the podcast with Verasa Hobby on Joe Rogan's. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know I'm not going to listen to her. I know you won't, but, but I'm you telling tell you, me you should. Right now. Yeah, and his his whole his whole mentality is. Less is more. Nice. So if you do five pull-ups a day. Yep. And you can do five pull-ups the next day and the day after this, day after that. I'm paraphrasing from what he said, but if you do 20 pull-ups, you're going to be sore the next day. Yeah, man. You're not going to be able to do more pull-ups. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fatigued. You're not going to be feeling it. So if you do five a day rather than 20 every couple of days, at the end of the year, you've done more pull-ups than the guy next to you. Yep. And you're more refreshed. You're moving better. You know, um, your recovery rate is going to be higher. Yep. Very interesting. You should. I'll see if I can find a highlight video of the video itself, so you can just kind of skim through it. Yeah. Very interesting. As far as his coaching mindset and stuff like that, it's it's uh, it's very good stuff. I think you should just put it on and listen to it while you're driving one day. I will. Because I know you do that shit. So I'll, I'll think about it for sure. All right. So we Continue. got ten minutes. Let's try to bang these out. Okay. Uh, how do you stay motivated when you feel stagnant in skill? Asking for a friend, D Wills. Um, uh, actually, you can check out my uh, how to bust yeah, through the there plateau. That's, there you go. That's what I do. I put myself in shitty positions, man. I put myself in horrible positions. Mm-hmm. I get tapped a lot. Yeah. I uh, I have slow hips. My my back is still really fucked up. It's been fucked up for a long time. So, I uh, I've been putting myself in a lot of positions where I can get armbarred lately. Like just yesterday, I got armbarred like five or six times because I have to figure out a new way. Because I can't do some of the old armbar escapes I used to do. Like the, the hitchhiker escape and stuff yeah, like that? Like, like your hips things, aren't moving that I'm well? I'm just not fast enough. Yeah, my, my back is sore. It's hard for me to bridge. Hmm. Um, I'm working on my flexibility, though, man. I really am. Yeah, I So do, you, I will fix this problem, to. but uh, I'm getting in a lot of armbar positions. So, you know, even me, like I'm losing to people. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Uh, when yeah, you're feeling be. stagnant, try to find out what the core problem is where are you getting fucked at because there's always something yeah man in particular that is fucking up with your stuff uh if you are generally a small a small person and not great upper body strength what is the best way to get out of side control when your opponent is really good at top pressure it's a fantastic question um it's very difficult but I would advise you to watch some judo side mount yeah. escapes yeah. because a lot of judo guys, I have never been pinned in side control by anybody better than high-level judo guys. Yeah. Some high-level judo guys, because pinning is winning. In, in judo, if you get Definitely. a pin, you hold it for a period of time, you win. And those fuckers can stay there all day. Yeah, man. So they're just <clears> trying to <throat> pin you. They're trying to hold you down. And some of those, like... Side control, they'll bust between, mm-hmm. like, different variations of side control, and right. all of it sucks. Uh, you can learn a lot from watching judo. Uh, one escape, it'd be hard for me to give you one, you know. Um, being in the bottom side is tough. Uh, my best thing for you would be um, put your hand on your forehead. So, you know, um, shit, I wish I was live right now. Let me show you a picture. But what I always say is, like, combing your hair, don't let them get cross faces on you. 
keep your head open, try to get your back off the mat, and just try to go belly down, try to weasel your way to the side. Um, you know what? I'll do a video on it because it's, yeah, it's hard for me to explain. But uh, one of the biggest things, actually, no, I think I already have a video on it. One of the biggest things for me is don't give people your face for a cross face. Right. So when you end up in bottom side, keep your hand on your head, on your forehead. So you're, so you're saying frame right away. Yeah, man. Just frame, never let frame, them have that cross face. Yeah, when you're falling you to the ground, put your hand on your head. Yeah. Don't give them that part of your neck. Um, all right. Uh, awesome. Too tall. Favorite position to wrist lock from and IBJJF legal SSG, please. So I will make IBJJF legal supernatural survival gear stuff. It'll be coming soon. And my favorite position to wrist lock from, close guard. Uh, I absolutely love it. I reach up for grips. They defend my grips. I fold the wrist back. Yeah. I have the, that two two wrist locks from close guard. Watch it. That's that's my favorite. And a lot of it, you can do it in no gi too. It's all about catching the tricep with your leg. Uh, what choke do you hit the most? Guillotine. Guillotine. By far. Guillotine. I hit like four of them today. Any any alteration of it too. Yeah, eighteen. Yep. Who has been your toughest role and why? North South Jiu Jitsu, best underwear on the market. Um, actually, I did a private lesson with Wagner Fabiano, and uh, I asked him, "Can we just roll for a straight hour?" And we did seven seven minute rolls. Sounds terrible. It was terrible because he's a fantastic wrestler. He's close to my weight, and he's close to my age. He's a little older than me. And what just, would you say he is the best at if you had to pick one thing? His wrestling is fantastic. Really he's good. a very high-level wrestler. Yeah. He's been a world champion since he was a child. Right. So he's been winning at the highest level. He won Masters Grand Slam last year. Yeah, just so recently. So in, in yeah. Masters at his age, he won gold in every competition. Wow. Uh, so competition-wise, he's amazing. He, uh, he figured out what my best side was right away, passed to the other side every time, shot some wicked takedowns. I couldn't sprawl fast enough. Never let me near his heels. I, I didn't even get near his heels. Yeah. Uh, I got a bite on his neck once for my 10-finger guillotine. Yeah. He popped out, and then he never let me get a bite on his neck again. And at the end, he complimented me because he felt the guillotine pressure. Right. So his, uh, his main goal, man, like he just didn't let me do anything. He didn't let me play my game, and he played his game slowly. And I think I got arm triangle to fuck ton. Yeah, well, that's kind of his thing, right? Yeah. Um, but it was great, like seven seven minute rounds, man. Like, I that was probably my favorite private lesson, one of well, them that I've ever had. You say it's it's beneficial more than like a technique. Yeah, yeah, because it was it was a little of everything. Like, I wanted him to get a feel for where I am level wise too, because where he's he's one of the guys above me. I wanted him to know like where I am, so he can give me pointers and tips. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite supernatural survival gear rash guard? Uh, I fucking love the tie-dye one, man. I, I I think I'm wearing mine out. I'm probably wearing it too much. You think? Yeah, I'm wearing it, like, fucking nonstop. Like, I love it. But, I mean, at least then you know your product can withstand yeah. a shit load exactly. of training. Yeah. Uh, most exciting grappling prospects to watch currently. Whew. Shit. Nicky Ryan. Yeah, Nicky Ryan's Is a he even a prospect anymore? Yeah, like no, I don't you know. know I don't I mean? think so. Um... No, I'm still like I'm still a huge Gary Tonin guy. I'll yeah, watch everything he does. I love he's innovative as fuck. He's coming up with some crazy shit. And he rolls to win. He doesn't roll to not lose. So I, I think it's a lot of fun. I think he's just speaking of Gary Tonin, he's gonna be an incredible mixed martial artist. I'm, I'm excited to see him continue and he's, evolve. He's two and oh, he looked pretty good yep. in his past two fights. I agree. <clears throat> and um yeah, it'd be interesting to see the that when he comes over and fights in America to see how he stacks up against, you know, American talent. Not taking anything against um, 
Southeast Asia or, or one FC or anyone over mm-hmm. there, but um, it, I just think it's different levels. Yeah. No disrespect, no. obviously. No, I agree. I love one FC. I think they put on tremendous, tremendous events, but yep. I'd be interested to see them even like in Bellator or something like that or, or um, something. It's in, and I can't wait to see his career develop. Yeah, I agree. So we've, uh, we've reached the end. There's no more questions. No. Wow. Um, yeah, I tried to bang them out really fast. That's good. So in closing for me, go on my website and check out my <clears throat> gear and fucking buy some. That's strange you didn't say it how you usually say it. So usually uh, this podcast <laughs> has been brought to you by Supernatural Survival Gear, keeping you safe from what goes bump in the night. That's me. And by Zombie Proof, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Mixed Martial Arts, your one-stop shop for drop. And roll. That's awesome. We usually do in the. We usually do it at the start. We, but we haven't we been doing it. We haven't been doing it. No, and fuck Drake. I forgot to say oh, that last Drake. week. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Right. Speaking of Drake, I want to talk to you about something afterwards. Um, yeah, I have nothing. F- follow me on Instagram, John McKinnon MMA. Follow that guy. Do it up, man. Thank you, guys. As always, for the questions. Um, hope we answered them fulfillingly. Yeah. I'm Jan, he's Kent, this is Jan and Kent's Excellent Adventure. Thank you again, guys. Later. Later.